Hello everyone and welcome to the Foo for Thought podcast episode 39. Uh, technically this is episode 39, but it is considered bonus episode. a bonus episode. Yes, it is considered a bonus episode uh, since we're not really doing a martial arts film this week. Uh, this week we are returning to anime. We've only done one other anime. Uh, we did Ninja Scroll a number of episodes ago. And today we are doing Spirited Away, 2001 Spirited Away. So we are dipping our toes into the Studio Ghibli uh, um, filmography. And uh, this is this is Devin's first time. Um, oh, I should introduce you both. Here I am with my wife and co-host Devin. Hello. And on the phone we have the big man Cyrus. Big man here, big Papa <laughs> Pump at your service. There we go, big <laughs> Papa Pump. Um, so yeah, basically we're just going to discuss the film. We imagine this episode is going to be a bit shorter than usual, although we do tend to ramble, so it'll probably go for three <laughs> hours. So, but, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Let's start off as we normally do. Um, has anyone watched anything interesting this week? I have, but has anyone else? I mean, obviously we watched Mandalorian and it was fucking awesome. Cyrus, did you see the most recent episode of Mandalorian? Yeah, saw it today. All right, so if anyone is waiting to watch the most recent episode of Mandalorian, fast, fast, forward. fast forward about like five <laughs> minutes because we're just going to spoil the <laughs> shit out of it. And I, I hate spoiling things for people, but we have to talk about it. So You know what? You know what? So they'll know when we're done talking about it, I'll just make some silly sounds. Okay, yeah, or I'll do a yeah, buddy. You or know, something. So they'll hear me be like... So what did you think of the return of the Jedi himself in the episode? Oh, me? Yeah. Dude, it, it, it confused me hard because I was like, why is he still so young? Well, because because this was... I, I... <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so it, I, I looked online and it, I mean, it makes sense after the first three, but I guess not too long after. Yeah, yeah. it's just, I think it was what, maybe, I, because in the, the first episode of season two, uh, Timothy Oliphant, the guest star, was talking about it. This was this is taking place five years after Return, Return of the, of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he turned up, it blew my socks off. Right? I mean, I think it's, a lot of it's, like, obviously it's fan service. It's like, oh, let's put this in because the fans will love it. But to be honest, I'm fucking on board. 100%. Like, it's the same with Marvel. If you throw any, like, recognizable character into a Marvel movie, I'll be like, oh, this is great. Um, so I felt <laughs> yeah, the same. Yeah, when Spider-Man Spider showed up in Civil War, Exa a little bit of poop came out. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. And uh, I think Luke Skywalker popping up in the Mandalorian is fantastic. Yeah. Old, and, and and then he takes Grogu. Yeah. It was fantastic. You got to see him use the Force. The lightsaber oh, yeah. just decimated those droids. It was wonderful. And then yeah, um, uh, the Mandal. What's his name? What's the actor who plays Pe uh, Pedro Pascal? Yeah, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Oh my goodness! That so was just that, that. Yeah, took his helmet off for Grogu. It was a bit of a tearjerker. You know saying what? Goodbye. It was. It, it was very emotional. Yeah. Yeah. When Grogu touches his face. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. Yeah. It was. It's good. I didn't love the first season. I thought the first season was good, but not great. And I thought the second season was great. Oh. Yeah. I, I thought it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really. It really did it for me. Um. What else did we watch? Oh. I'm going to briefly talk about a film that I had Cyrus watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is my number uh, one, yeah, number one film of the year, I think, for me. Um, I don't think there's a film that's better. It's called Possessor. Um, 
and I had Cyrus watch it, and we had a, kind of a discussion via text about what it was actually about. It was um, it's mildly confusing, right? Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It is confusing. Yeah, it kind of poses a lot of questions and doesn't answer some questions. Uh, But honestly, if you want a good, it's just, it's basically a sci fi thriller um, with like kind of high sci fi concepts. I won't ruin it um, because you should go in completely blind. Um, But it's high sci fi concepts mixed with thriller. It's very violent in places, it's a very violent film. Um, it's done by the son of David Cronenberg, so you might kind of get the idea of what it's like because it is very Cronenberg-esque. Uh, but it's fantastic. It's my film of the year. I loved it. Really enjoyed it. I don't know if you'd like it, Devin. I don't. I don't know. I, d- I don't know if you'd like it. I'm not sure. Um, another th- another film I'd like to talk about, uh, and I'm just going to air my frustrations. Um, I've been de- uh, dipping my toes into Korean cinema lately. And I'm I'm finding some of it really good, and I watched a film called The Wailing, and everyone talks about this film and says it's like one of the greatest Korean films ever. It's two and a half hours long, so it's a long boy, uh, which is my mm. high school nickname. My my name was Long Boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's two and a half hour kind of horror ish film. The problem was I sat through the entire two and a half hours, and I'm not afraid to say. I didn't get it. I did not mm. get the film. It was one of those that went above my... It, it, you can understand it as you go along. I mean, it's not like completely mind-melting or anything, but the the themes and the imagery, and, and I just didn't get it. I had to go to YouTube and watch an entire video essay about what it was about. Um, yeah. Yeah, apparently it was about religion. Don't you feel like a dummy when you have to do that? I hate it. <laughs> I do it all the time. I, I hate it. I consider myself um, quite... I'm pretty good when it comes to themes and concepts in movies. I can usually grasp most of them. This one, honestly, I needed someone to sit me down like a special boy <laughs> and tell me all about it because I was baffled. That's like someone needs to sit you down after annihilation. Uh, yeah. Okay, listen, oh, this is happening. Yeah, that's that's a big one. I, I still want you to watch Annihilation, Devin. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like movies to where I walk o- I walk away with or at the end of it I have like a shit ton of questions. Let's what let's not watch Annihilation. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> oh, Annihilation you'll come away with Yeah, I uh, don't like that. a book's worth of questions. Okay. Yeah, it's complicated. Um me and Devin did start Warrior season 2. Um uh, yes, we've, we we've only seen two episodes so far. It's gone off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing nothing blow my socks off, but it's it's good. I'm yeah. enjoying it. Um yeah, that's about it. I haven't watched much else, uh, really. Uh, so we can just jump into the film. Unless... Cyrus, did you watch anything interesting? Or are you good? That's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. what did we do? See each other a week ago? Yeah, about exactly. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, I'm a YouTube boy. I just YouTube it up. <laughs> it's not really movies. No, that's that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't watched a lot this week. Um, all right, let's just jump into the film and start talking about the film itself. So, Spirit of the Way, 2001 movie, directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Um, its budget, which this blew my socks off, the budget was 15 to $20 million, and the worldwide gross was $355 million. This film yeah. made money. Um, money, baby. <laughs> straight up cash-ola. Um, 
probably took 45 years to make them. It took a while to make. Um, at the time of its release, it became the highest grossing movie in Japanese history. So it made, obviously, I'm, I'm not going to explain that. I was just about to say it made more money than any other. Everyone understands that. Um, oh, that's what that means? Sorry? Oh, that's what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Highest grossing does not mean that it's the grossest movie. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, it's the first non-English movie, sorry, non-English animated movie to win the Best Animated Feature Oscar. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. And what else have I got? Uh, I've got a bunch of interesting facts about it, which I'll, I'll jump into. But let's jump into opinions, because there's a special opinion in the house. Because Devin does not Devin, like... Devin, you're up. <laughs> you're up, because you do not like anime, and this is your first Ghibli film. So, I think mm-hmm. I know what you think about this film already. What do you think I think? I honestly, straight up, yeah. I think you fucking hated this film. I think you did not enjoy it. Um, but can you tell us the truth? Um, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. right. I wasn't, there were, there was, there was, there was things that frustrated me, uh, Mm -hmm. which, which put me in a, a a bad mood about it. I mean, there are parts where I, where I, where I, I liked it. Uh, towards the end, my opinion of it got a bit better, but okay. so overall, my opinion improved. But I, I think it's far too long. Um, like I said, I don't like. I don't like having. I don't like being left with a lot of of questions, and I don't need everything to be explained to me. Mm-hmm. You know, but I need certain things explained. Like Sean actually like paused the movie more than once and explain things to me because he had gone like after watching this movie more than once and knowing details and apparently he did research about it after his previous views of it so he was able to explain things like i didn't like my first question is what world is my first question was what world was this that they stumbled into and what were all these creatures and what the fuck is What's happening in this world? Early on in the film, Devin had me pause it. This is before I was pausing and explaining a few things. Devin paused the mo- asked me to pause the movie and just basically said to me, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And at yeah. that moment, I thought, I'm going to lose her on this one. Yeah. <laughs> that we are not in good yeah. territory. Cause... I might not, you know, I don't, I don't need like, and I said this to Sean, I was like, I don't need like a thesis, you know, explained to me through the, you know, in this film, you know, I don't need like a character to literally break down every moment of what's happening, but I just a general idea of uh, what world have we stepped into? I'm with you. This film, world. yeah, this film does not explain itself like no. at all. It, it doesn't, the, I point in my notes, I said, look, when it comes to Spirited Away, you're either along for the journey or you're not, and it'll lose you. Yeah, because... I guess I'm not the type of person, because I, I just, I don't, I didn't enjoy the randomness of it. Yeah, I think you've got I to don't be... like that. I guess, yeah, I've discovered I don't, I don't like things like that. Just things happening or things being there just to be there without a reason. Yeah, I think you've got to be very, very committed to the fantasy element of this film. Not just that it's a fantasy, but that you might not get to grips with with the fantasy. Like, Haku, why is he a dragon? You know, it's just like, he's a dragon. And it's like... Because he's a river spirit. Well, well, we find that out at the end. But my point is, like, in the film, when it first happens, 
you've got to just go along with it. You've just got to go, yeah, sure, he's a dragon. Of course he is. Yeah. But if you're not that kind of person... And, um, and yeah. apparently I'm not. Like those three bouncing heads. Didn't care for them. There's no logic to that. Yeah. What's the point? What? Yeah. I think because... I, I get what you mean. It's this film is very fantastical, and it's fantastical to the point where it's. And I don't, I'm not going to explain this correctly. That it's new fantasy, and by that I mean it's fantasy, but it's from Miyazaki's mind, and it's things that you haven't seen before. It's a giant baby. Okay. You know what I mean? It's that, that makes a lot. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's too it's much. Not it, the, it's not the princess in the castle. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, he's just going. Yes. Yes. It's not like it's not orcs and it's not elves. And yeah. It's not and the, Disney and princesses. so and yeah. So Sean used that example, like yeah. you know, like and and you know, when if we're talking about like Lord of the Rings or you know the Hobbit movies, you know, it's though those are fantasy movies, but there's an there's a world that's established. Like granted, you know they explain to you you know oh these are elves and this is what they can do these are the orcs these are the hobbits this is where they're from they explain the world and they project the world to where things make sense they're fanciful however they make sense yeah this is just a bunch of random stuff that's just popping up and happening with no rhyme or reason and i guess i don't care for that (laughs) i i understand and i think within context some of it loses its meaning in translation um, I think a lot of it is steeped in Japanese culture, and the, the one thing that popped in my head that w- bringing this over to a U.S. audience or U.K. audience or Western world, whatever, and having us watch it is probably a bit like taking Wizard of Oz over to Japan, and Japanese people going, "Well, why is there a lion, or why is there a Tin Man, and what the fuck is an Oompa Loompa?" You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like I think there's what was that different movie but yep wait that's not a different movie oompa loompa is willy oompa Wonka loompa charlie the... chocolate factory yeah. what are the fucking tiny people in the munchkins the munchkins that's munchkins. what i meant those cheeky little munchkins yeah that's what i mean though like it it doesn't i'm sure there's like cultural points in spirit of the way that make perfect sense and just I think a lot of it's lost over here. Cyrus, what did you think of the film? I know you've seen it 800 times, <laughs> but what did you think of it this time around? I'd say I'd seen it four or five times. Okay. Um, you know how you have things and you lock them in? So whenever someone asks you something, you go, this one, this one, and you don't think about it? Yeah. Like, what's the best anime? It would be like, for me, it'd be like Akira or uh, Ninja Scroll. Yeah. Or this. So, but now that I revisited it, and I'm not high, I wasn't high for this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not as good as I remember. I felt the um, same thing. Yeah. It's a little disjointed, and things just kind of happen, and it feels like it could have been like a TV show almost. That is so interesting. You, you, your brain went along the same lines as me. I think Devin hit the nail on the head as well. It's too long. Yep. This film is too long. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I think uh, all of his movies are too long. That's yeah. I felt it this time around. I was just like, can we pick up pace a little bit? Yeah, I... Yeah, but, at a certain point, I was just like, when is this over? Because it just felt like it was just going on and on. There is there is a point... Well, actually, let me give you some statistics a second. 
Um, so in 2016, the BBC voted this the fourth best film of the 21st century. So I'm not saying animated film. I'm saying the fourth yeah. best movie of the 21st century. And then in 2017, the New York Times listed it as the second best film of the 21st century. Can I get a three, please? You can get a three. Uh, there we go. Uh, I think... I understand why this film is held in such high regard. It's, it's fucking beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. it's stunning to look at. Did you appreciate that, Devin? Yes. At least, right. It's beautiful. Yeah. And this film is hand painted. Wow. It's oh, not. Yeah. It's not Pixar or anything like that. It's done strictly by hand. Okay, that's impressive. Yes. Yes, that makes it even more impressive. Um, and I don't. I know why people... I, uh, we have a question from a listener later, um, and I, I don't want to jump into that yet, because uh, it, it's uh, kind of about what we're talking about now. But this... Spirited Away is one of the... I'll say one of the most beautiful films to look at, but it's not up there as one of the best films in the world, ever. Um, I... I used to put it in the number one anime film of all time. I don't think that's true. That's what I'm going to say now. Okay. Yeah. But we have a question related to that later that we will jump into and talk about. Can I? Dude, I hate it so much. Sorry, Devin's, Devin's waving hand signals at me. What am I doing? Oh, go for it. You keep, Yeah, Sean keeps... You, you're moving your head a lot, but you're not bringing the mic with you. Oh, uh, well, I'm not tracking my mic with my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. So okay. you're... So, so you're, you're loud and clear. Yeah, so your volume is going in. Especially when you look at your phone, you turn your head and talk, but your mic isn't in front I'm of new you. to this. <laughs> I'm new to... I seem to have picked it up just fine. <laughs> yeah, well... I'm not... I'm a professional. You are. Okay. Okay. Um, so I got some other random facts that I'll just quickly uh, spew off. Um, so one thing I found interesting about this film is that uh, Miyazaki, the film began production with no script um, and only half the storyboards written. Uh, Miyazaki basically writes it himself and he just got people working on it before he'd even finished it, which I found interesting. Uh, the actress... Oh, by the way, this is my first time watching the movie with the English dub. Oh, boy. That is a good dub. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, it's very impressive. Like, I was blown away. I was, I'd was i watch this film dubbed every time now. Um, it's it's as good as everyone says it is. Um, the girl... The, sorry, go ahead. You can look at the beautiful animation. Not to that's very true yeah that's very true sometimes you get distracted by uh subtitles um which yeah can be an- it's annoying sometimes in kung fu films when people start talking during the fight scenes it's like I'm trying to watch the fight scene here can you just keep quiet a second um so the dub is fantastic the um here you go Devin. this is an interesting fact for you okay. the girl that does the voice of sen yeah is the little girl in the well in the ring you know the little girl that creeps out of the oh, well yeah, with her yeah, long yeah. hair. That's her. Huh. Yeah. Interesting little fact. I found that out. Um, Yo, do you know who you know who the hacker is? Uh, it's your favorite. It's the voice of Max Goof from the Goofy movie. Uh, can I get a two on that? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yep, that's okay. right. Wait a minute. It's who? Max Goof from the Goofy movie. Cyrus loves the Goofy movie. I've never seen I've it. I've never Have seen you? it. No. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about Goofy the dog? Goofy. Yeah. 
He's he got had a, a movie. He's got a son called Max Goofy. <laughs> really? Yeah, and he's a is he a is he a pop star, Cyrus? No, he's just a high school kid. Isn't there a pop star in the movie though? Yeah, there's a pop star called Powerline, and he sings the song he sings is absolute beyond flame. Yeah, Cyrus has said this to me a few times that the song sung by I'll repeat his name, it's Powerline. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and the song sung by Powerline is apparently Hot Fire. Okay then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't know there was a movie. Cyrus, I think Cyrus is the only person I've ever met that's seen it, and it might be <laughs> a figment of Cyrus's imagination. Yeah, probably. <laughs> And weirdly, the baby in it, the big baby, that's actually the voice of Harley Quinn from the Batman movie, uh, Batman animated series. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the whole pudding person, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's her. Um, yeah, so we can jump into the movie. I, I honestly don't think there's a lot to talk about, and I'm not even sure we'll talk about the plot specifically because uh, there's no notes to be had about, well, I've got one or two, but... Like Cyrus says, stuff just happens in this film. Yeah. So this girl and her parents stumble upon the spirit world. Mm-hmm. Her parents get turned into pigs. Oh, please carry on. Please explain this entire film to me. <laughs> okay. I'd love, I'd love to hear. Let's see. Let's see. Don't let it go too long, but <clears throat> right, go right. ahead. So this girl and her parents, they stumble into the spirit world. Her parents get turned into pigs. Why do they get turned into pigs, please? I don't know, because they ate a bunch of the, the spirit world's food. Okay. Um, and that's a thing. Like, there's this witch who rules over the spirit world, and she turns things into into animals. I actually have a question. Yeah. So they were all like offended by what's her name again? Sen. Yeah. Um, all offended. Hero is a right, real name. Right. Yeah. Um, offended by her because she's human. But like, for for instance, Lin, what's she supposed to be? That's a good question, isn't it? What's 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 his name? Haku. Yeah. What's Haku supposed well, to Haku's be? Well, Haku's a river spirit. We find that out at the end. Oh, yeah, that's so right. But he looks like a human boy. Yeah, Lynn looks more like a human yeah, woman. It yeah. looks like there are people who look human in it, but yet they're offended by Sin, who looks like them. So what are they supposed to be? Are they not human? I, I don't know. Or did they start out as hmm. something else and become... Good question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I I'm think... going to say no. Because all of them are really surprised to see a human. Yeah, right. Even her, and she says that like sense smells bad. So I right. think Lynn is some kind of spirit, but I just don't know what. Okay, a human-looking yeah. one. A, a human-looking one. Okay, because yeah. all the others look like frogs. And right, stuff. or just weird other fucking creatures. So yeah, so this is a spirit world, and apparently there's this witch who runs this bathhouse for all the spirits. So all the spirits. I got, come I got a little there. fact first. Did you know that a lot of people uh, they purposely made sen. Uh, in the dub, they purposely make sense, say it's a bathhouse, because they thought that most Western people would think it was a brothel. Oh, okay. Because cool. in the in the original movie, in the subtitles, mm-hmm. they don't say bathhouse. They don't call it anything. Oh. But they thought that many Westerners would think it's a brothel, because they don't understand Japanese bathhouses. Okay. Well, no. I mean... I mean, it's a house full of baths. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah. I, so, the spirits, I guess, need, you know, a place to, like, relax. So... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's this bathhouse, and then, like, just a bunch of crazy fucking shit is going down in this bathhouse with a bunch of crazy creatures. And this human girl has to somehow maneuver it all so she can get back to the human world with her parents. All right. 
It's pretty good. A lot of stuff happens in between, but I yeah, think a lot of crazy shit happens I in think, between. I think you've nailed it. One thing I noticed as soon as the film started, and what I'd forgotten about this film, is how how important the music is in this film. The yep. music adds a completely different level. Um, it's it's beautiful. The score on this film is fantastic, and I'm not a guy who like really likes scores. I'm not a big snob or anything, but this one. It just works. It, it it's so pleasant and and beautiful, and just adds to the whole atmosphere of the film. Mm-hmm. And did you know that Miyazaki was retired before he made this movie, Cyrus? Was he? Yeah, he was retired, and he came out of retirement to make this film because um, during his retirement, apparently his next door neighbor would bring her ten-year-old niece over or something like that, and he just said, "I want to make a film for ten-year-olds about a ten-year-old girl." And he came out of retirement to do this film. And my phone's just restarted, which is fantastic. Which is, <laughs> it has all my notes on it, but uh, that's okay. We can we can kind of talk about the film a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought the film the film starts well, I think, because it is just a Wizard of Oz tale. It's look, you woke you've woken up and you're in a different world. Right. And it's a weird world and it doesn't explain itself very well. And I've looked into this. I've I've kind of done some research and it is meant to be um I I'm not trying to shit on any Japanese culture. I'm not that well informed, but in Japan a lot of religions believe in the spirit of the forest, the spirit of the river, the spirit of the whatever, the spirit of of money, the spirit of all different things. And this film basically portrays those people or monsters, quote unquote. Um, they are the spirits of those things. Yeah, that didn't bother me. Like once Sean explained that that was the deal, then I was just like, okay, fine. Then that's what these things are. But I don't like it when I have to like if you watch something and then you have to do research after and be like, what was this that I'm watching or what the hell's happening? That's what I don't like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I was confused a little bit later on. There seems to be... Well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so, yeah, basically, Sen uh, Chihiro, the, the girl, that's the girl's initial name. She basically gets a job at this bathhouse, uh, but she has to basically sign her name away, right? Basically signing herself away. Yeah, signs herself away. So that's away. the deal that the witch does. That's how she gets people like become their slaves. Like by signing a contract, they ba- she basically turns them into someone else. Yeah. So, um, sorry, I'm having. Yeah, like, is it cool if I just do like a quick thirty second uh, talk? Please do. Please. Uh, we're suffering from technical difficulties here. Um, I'm I'm just plugging in my phone. So please go go on a spiel. Cool. So she talks to the boy Lamarion and convinces him to get to, so she will help her get a job if she does. Uh, she's tasked to clean the stink spirit, like on her first day, yeah. which no one else wants to do. Right. So she does a great job. She gets all that sweet, sweet water in there with the herbs, and she finds a little bike handle out of the, the spirit. Yeah. Her and all the everybody else yank it out, it turns out it's not. The stink spirit is some sort of dragon dude. He's sort of this like magical. He's a water balls. spirit. So he's a water spirit because the idea is that he's polluted water, basically. That right. he has all the pollution in him. By the way, when they pull that pollution out, 
it's like watching a zip being popped. It's like really <laughs> satisfying. I really enjoyed oh, it yeah. getting yanked out. Sorry to interrupt, Cyrus. Go ahead. It's like a Kill Bill head when it gets chopped off. Yeah, exactly. There's, yeah, there's something like aesthetically pleasing. So she gets this little ball, green ball. She's not sure what it is, but she finds out later that it has medicinal uses. Um, whoa, 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 inv- whoa, 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 whoa. You've jumped over a major question. What the fuck is that yeah. ball? I think it's just like, uh, uh, what's it called? What's a panacea? Oh, what? Sorry? A panacea? Is that a right word? <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> um... I, don't think, I don't think that's the right word. I don't know. We're it's gonna... just a heal-all. Oh, is that what it is? Wait a minute. Yeah, gotta... like, because she gives it to Moface, and he, like, goes back to normal, and then she gives it to the dragon, he, like, stabilizes. Yeah, I th- it's just, so, like, like, I, w- I was under the impression it was just, like, a magic, like, healing type. Th- oh, yeah, you are right. A solution or remedy for all Dif- uh, for all difficult difficulties or diseases. Fucking hell, Cyrus. I am the, the smartest man alive. You Big are brain. far smarter than me. I thought. I thought panacea. You know was... where I got that word from? Fucking Final Fantasy, I think. Oh, I did not think panacea was that. I thought it was uh, some kind of Italian dish, <laughs> like pancetta. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm making a joke. I didn't really think it was. Yeah, that. and pancetta Spanish anyway. Nicely done, Cyrus. All right, so I'll try to make this real, real quick. No, uh, go ahead. He lets him know face because he looks like a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. Um, how do you think about their relationship? Like, what do you think he's meant to be? No face. Yeah, like what is he supposed to symbolize? I, I'm pretty oh. sure. I'm pretty sure I know what no face is. Sean, meant to be. Kate, Sean filled me in on him. So, in or my, his opinion of him, yeah, in my opinion, I, in my eyes, he represents consumerism. He represents gluttony. He represents greed, and basically. Everyone who wants money from him, which is greedy people, he introduces them to their downfall. He eats them. And he represents, like, coming back for more and more and more and just how, in the end, your consumerism or your gluttony or your greed is going to be the end of you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and it's also, he's kind of also, just to make it a little bit, he's like the hot girl in your high school that can get whatever she wants. But then when one guy goes, no, you know what, I'm, I'm really okay. She's like, what? <laughs> and then she becomes like obsessed with him. That's that's very interesting. Yes, yeah. yes. Because when when Sen gives No Face the panacea, um, it's not the panacea that saves him. It's the act of selflessness from Sen that does that to him. I don't think it's the panacea. I think it's the fact that Sen turns down the gold and then gives him the medicine, and it's that act of selflessness that breaks him down because everyone else has been feeding from him and and giving him or giving him all this food so they can take his gold, take his gold, take his gold. So I think it's that act that she does which finally overcomes him. Can I can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. The boiler room guy. Yeah. Did he not say that uh, Sen was his granddaughter? Yeah, to lie, yeah. so she got a job. Oh. Yeah. He kind of flipped that script real fast, though, huh? Yeah. Like, it Get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's a strange choice, because she's obviously human, so why would she be his granddaughter? I was, yeah, I was super confused. I was like, wait, how is he her... No, he says it as a lie. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the interesting thing about this film as well, I, I, I read this, is I can't remember the Boiler Room guy's name. Um, yeah. But everyone in this film, their name means what they are. So his name in Japanese actually means Boiler Room Guy. <laughs> and um, the fat baby's name in the in the uh in the film means baby and is it oh. what's the witch's name um something Baba Baba or something? yeah it's something like yeah oh, i can't remember yeah. anyway her name means old witch in japanese yeah. so everyone's name actually equals what they are apart from um sen her name chihiro means a thousand searches and when she's called sen that just means a thousand so that's just some interesting tidbits I found out. Um, yeah, yeah. The, uh, to go back to the the little meatball that uh, the the water spirit gives her, that's that's one of the only bits that really threw me. Um, but I guess it was just this magic pill that can cure everything. Panacea. Yeah. Word of the day. Yeah, there you go. You you learn everything. <laughs> um, one thing I noticed about this. Oh, I tell you what, as well. I never noticed that big fucking monster in the elevator was a radish. It yep. said radish god or whatever but radish spirit in previous incarnations of the film that I've watched. I don't think I've ever noticed that he's a radish, or I don't even know if it says it in the subtitles. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. a he's a radish. They, they call uh, radishes daikons. It's like a uh... massive radish. So maybe that's what it was called. That may that may be the case. That may be the case. Um, I I noticed a whole bunch of other things in this film as well. I tell you what, with Miyazaki, he does some of the smallest things in movies that mean so much. And I don't mean mean as in like their metaphors or their important images. I mean there's things that characters do that just make the film better. Um, when when Sen signs away her life or signs away her name or signs away her being whatever the the witch makes the fire go brighter so she can see the paper to sign and it's like it's just the little things in this film which make it so special hmm. um and she when she puts her shoes back on later on she gives her shoes like a little tap oh she, i noticed that right? i, I rewound that three times Right, and they don't need to do that. She could have just put her shoes on and carried on walking, and it's an animated film. No one would give a fuck. It's just she puts yeah, her I shoes back that on too, and she does. Yeah, she does like a little toe tap. Yeah, and then later on, she's running around in bare feet, and the bottom of her feet are, is are dirty, and it's like I did. Oh, because the the footprint that she left. Yes, I believe so. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and there's there's a whole bunch of little things that just like. They're just so little, but they're so like intimate. It's just like oh, uh, that takes Miyazaki films higher than other films, hmm. animated films. How about how about the little soot monsters that are creatures? <laughs> um, one got squashed by the rock. Yeah, Cole. Yeah, she helped him out. What's that guy's name? Kanaji. I just had to look it up. Oh yeah, the oh, boiler guy. The boiler the guy. So she finishes the job. She throws the coal into the furnace. And then all the other little suit monsters are like, yo, she's going to do our job for us? And they all just push themselves. It's great. That, like, that is a proper scene of like comedy in the film. There's not many scenes of pure comedy in the film, but those soot monsters just dropping the rocks on themselves is just great. It made me laugh. 
Um, what makes me laugh is the soot monsters doing that, and then the other thing that cracks me up, and I don't know why it makes me laugh in this film so much, it's the little bird with the little mouse, the fat mouse. Oh. <laughs> I just whenever they're flying around and he's picking them up, it makes me giggle. It makes it makes me laugh. You know what? I think it's a, a sound thing because they sound like a little like a fly. They do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, that's it's always like zzz, zzz, yeah. he's carrying them around. Yeah. I I think that's great. Um, did anyone notice that? Um, the voice of the Toy Story pig has a role in this. Yeah. No. Oh, is that the frog? Yeah, it's one of the frogs. It's like one of the managers. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's listed on IMDb as the assistant manager. I looked it up. Oh. Yeah, that's good old Ham himself, which <laughs> I, I believe his name is. I wrote it down. John Rotzenberger. Um, cheers, from che- Yep, that's what I was going to say. Cheers, go, guy. From Cheers, yeah, absolutely. Um... And, yeah, I mean, we don't have to go through the entire plot. I think there's just a a, a little bit here and there that we can talk about. I think um, the, I will say, the train sequence in this film is maybe, I think personally, in my top five beautiful moments in cinema. The whole train journey is exquisite. It's beautiful. Yeah. And um, what are the sh- are they the shadow people? Yeah, what <laughs> are they just shadow people or are they spirits as well? Because yeah, some of them are wearing hats. You know, like you would see on a regular like human yeah. like subway station, they having luggage and they're getting off like uh, they're getting off like the fucking metro, like headed to work or headed home. So, so I have an opinion on this. Okay, but I had to do a little research prior to the movie. Okay, so. Miyazaki, the director of this film, uh-huh. he believes in a concept, a cinematic concept called Ma, which is M-A. Okay. And his his um, definition of Ma, give me two seconds, I'll just pull it up, um, is a slow-moving, yet always-moving emptiness. So in those moments where they're looking out to the horizon and you see the trains go past and it's beautiful and everything's so still, but it's the clouds are moving slowly, mm-hmm. the train's moving slowly. That entire train journey is, I guess, what we'd call Ma. And I just think he threw in those shadow people to emphasize the quietness, that they are solemn and quiet and shadows. They're not busy, bustling people. They're just... They're just like echoes of people. And I think it hmm. just emphasizes the quiet stillness of that train journey, I think. Or maybe I'm just being pretentious. I don't know. <laughs> I might just be being pretentious, but I don't know. I think if it had actually solid, normal people or even just monsters on that train journey, it wouldn't feel as quiet and beautiful. No, I would I would, I would, agree with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't look as nice if they were like... The weird, gross monsters right. from the bathhouse. Right, and it's that whole thing is just like it's like a portrait. That 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 train journey is a series of portraits. It's so beautifully painted, and they go past that house that's on a tiny island. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. A, so good. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Um, yeah, that's what I got from that. Um, I found it interesting. I tried to look into Ma a little bit, but I didn't. I didn't find much about it other than he likes to put that in all his films. This just concept of just. Things moving, but things moving slowly, and it just silence. And yeah, okay. yeah, I quite quite like that idea, um, and that's why I, I mean, like. No face, kind of the definition of ma. Yeah, exactly. When he's yeah, when he's back to like quote unquote normal. Exactly, he's like this serene, peaceful. Other than the weird squeaky noises that he ah, makes. Ah. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like that. 
I thought they might dub him over in the English version, but that's how he, exactly how he sounds in the Japanese version as well. Didn't I didn't like it. Him. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he does sound like he's got it was issues. A, it was a bit off-putting. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, what do you think the movie is about? Or is that such a is that a broad question? I think we can all get this one. Well, yeah. What's the, what's about, the movie trying to convey? It's about being brave. Right. Exactly. Okay. I'm glad we're all on the same page. It's yeah. about confronting your fears, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, she, she's scared of her new house and new school. Very scared. She's scared of the tunnel. She's scared of yep. her parents leaving her. And then at the end of the movie, they're like. I know you might be a little scared about it in school, honey, but it's going to be okay. She said, yeah, Mitch, I know it's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if you look up Spirited Away, and if you actually look on Wikipedia and look at the themes of this film, fuck me, <laughs> there's a lot of themes. Are there? Um, one of them's about, and they actually mention this at the beginning of the film, one of the themes in this film is about the Japanese economy. Um, and they actually talk about how they made a bunch of roller coasters in the uh, oh the theme, theme parks, parks yeah, in yeah, the nineties. Yeah. yeah. So there's actually a theme. Apparently, I didn't read too much into it, but there's about uh, apparently a theme throughout the thing about Japanese economy. There's also a theme of the Western world invading the Japanese traditions. Um, I think there may be uh, a theme about old religions and like recapturing what religion means. Whole bunch of shit that people have. I mean, people have wrote serious essays about this film. Hmm. I just thought it was about a little girl being brave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't dig too deep into it. But I think I think it's interesting that films like this, and this film is obviously aimed at 10-year-old girls. I mean, specifically 10-year-old Japanese girls. But I think it's very, very interesting that a, a film like this can have so much to dig into. I want to know what all the spirits are that appear. Like, yeah. what's the radish spirit? for Spirit you know of radishes he's <laughs> the god god of radishes like so many of just the weird creatures i'm like if that's what what spirit is that and what is it yeah yeah what is it for so yeah if there's if there's an essay about that I'll i would afford like it, it to you <laughs> Wait, do you think um this movie is uh like uh what's it called meant for 10 year olds 10 year old girls well miyazaki himself said he wanted to make a film for 10 year old girls Huh. Yeah. Not very ten year old girl friendly. It's I think it was meant to be like his ode to the strength of ten year old girls and saying, Hey, you can you can be this ten year old girl surviving in a world of danger and, and I don't know, I don't yeah. But Yeah, I wouldn't have considered this like terribly kid friendly. Like but then like not in, no, but not specifically for adults. It's definitely not for adults. I mean, adults... Can, it's it's one of those... It's like Toy Story. Kids can enjoy it. Fucking parents can enjoy it. Or adults can enjoy mm. it as well. Um, would you say this is better than Toy Story? No. No. The first Toy Story? Or all the Toy Stories? What was that, Cyrus? I can't answer that question. <laughs> Why not? I'm legally obliged. Like, I'm not allowed to answer. <laughs> no, you signed a contract. Yeah, no, I would say Toy Story is better than I'm this. I'm Ubaba or whatever her name is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, well, that's interesting. That So you're not answering because you, you have difficulties deciding which one's better? That's correct. Yeah. The more I think about it, having having seen this film today, it's great. And I, I would seriously rate this film like... 
I'm on Letterboxd, and Letterboxd allows you to rate it up to five stars. I would seriously give it four, four stars out of five. Um, I thought I, when I looked earlier, I'd given it a five. I think yeah, or like four and a half or five, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, upon, my rating will not be that high. Upon this watch, I think I'd knock it down a little bit, just because it felt overly long. It did felt, as Cyrus said earlier, a bit disjointed. And I just flat out didn't enjoy it as much as I have in the past. That is not to say it's a bad film. It's fucking amazing. Does it deserve a place in the top 10 animated films of all time? <laughs> That's up for debate, really. What would be? Well, can we get to that in a second? <laughs> okay. I mean, have we got anything else to talk about about the film in particular? Not me. I mean, we've covered the themes. We want this to be a fairly quick episode. Basically, this episode was to see if uh, Devin liked the film. And it seemed like he nah. thought it was okay. Yeah. It was all right. Here's a question then. Would you watch another Ghibli film? No. What? No. You wouldn't watch one? No. Cyrus, if you were going to... Well, this is the best one. You think this is the best Ghibli film? I, I do, yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, let's jump. Okay, what do you think? Is? Well, let's jump into listener questions because we have something like that. Okay. So Sky Verbal uh, sent us uh, a long uh, bunch of questions. I'll, I'll go through them one by one. Uh, the first one is what is your? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. What is your favorite character in Spirited Away? Good question. So who's your favorite character in Spirited Away? I'll honestly say. I like everything about Haku. I'm a fan of Haku. Boiler guy? No. Kid, oh, kid, Dragon Kid. Right, 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 right. River Spirit Haku. Right. I, I like him because he's so stern and then so nice sometimes. And he turns into a dragon. And then he does that fucking cool magic that makes him run super fast. Yeah. I sound like a 10 year old. <laughs> um, he was cool. I like Haku. Yeah. There's he not... has the answer for everything. True. Yeah. Yeah. Haku, he does. He knows everything. Yeah. And Haku. Like, Hold your breath from across the bridge. Eat things or you'll disappear. Haku uh, is also the name of an 80s wrestler that I used to like. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if anyone remembers Haku. No. <sighs> I, don't, I don't have a favorite. You don't have a favorite character? No. All right. Let's go on to the next question. Wait. What about Cyrus? Oh, Cyrus. Did you have a favorite? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Bacon powder? Sorry. Um, let's just not put Fan in, because, like, she's the main character. It might be too easy to pick her. Yeah. Maybe. But I like Kamaji, man. You think? The Boiler Man. He's, he's cool. He's cool as hell. Yeah. I like his long arms. His, his spider arms. His spider arms, and he's got his big bushy tash going on, <laughs> and he's pretty dope. Um. Oh, shoot. What's up? Oh. What's happening? They're tied. Game tied. Why, why, who's your other one? No Face. No Face. Oh, No Face. <laughs> I, I used to like No Face. I don't like him as much in, in this, this watching. I don't, know, I don't know what was so different about me watching it this time around. Uh, very odd. Um, but You're Sky, a grown-up. No, I've been a grown-up watching it. I've watched it within the last five years. I mean, oh, really? We own it on Blu-ray. I know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Sky Verbal's second question is... Sorry. What's your favorite? Yeah, sorry. Second question is, what are your favorite Ghibli movies? So, Cyrus has already said Spirit of the Way is the best. Yeah? Yeah. Nah, dog. You're wrong. <laughs> What's yours? Having what? Totoro is better than this. It no, is. No, that's crazy. No, it is. There's a film. In fact, there's two films better than Spirit of the Way, I would say now. My Neighbor Totoro and Princess Mononoke is better than Spirit of the Way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's nope. My Neighbor Totoro. Like for, I've only watched it once. I bought it on a on a whim, and I've only watched it once. How long ago? Uh, last year, maybe year before. Oh. And it made me feel like I was six years old. Um, it captures this beautiful magic of what it's like to be a child and like believe in you know like when you like believe in fairies and and like going out into a massive field was like amazing because it was a big field and you could do anything and play in it and just i don't know like i used to create like magical worlds when i was a kid in my head and this film does exactly the same as that um and it just did something to me and maybe if i watch it a second time it won't do that to me and i'll be gutted that's why i'm not watching it again <laughs> but i i feel totoro was definitely the best uh that would drive you crazy because it doesn't answer many questions yeah so that's why yeah for one i don't have an answer to that question which is why i said i probably wouldn't watch no i, I any of the others i think the one you'd like most is probably the most adult one which i would say is princess mononoke um but that has some interesting questions to it as well. That has a forest yeah. spirit. What's uh, up? Sorry, cut you off, but I think I got my top three. Top three? Hit me with them. If you say yeah. if you say Porco <laughs> Rossi or whatever the fuck it's called, you can get out. Yeah, yeah, dude. That movie not so hot. Oh, it's, Nothing happened. It's dog shit. Go ahead. Go on. Very pretty, very beautiful, but nothing oh, yeah. happens. Um, it's Spirit Away one. Howl's Moving Castle 2, and then Princess Mononoke 3. Howl's is one that I sit on the fence with. Um, I don't I don't love it, but I certainly don't dislike it. It's definitely up there. It would be in my top five for sure. All right. Pretty similar to Spirited Away, though. Yeah, very similar, definitely. Yeah, very, very magical and very doesn't explain itself very well. So you wouldn't like that one. No. Uh, third question, and I, I resent this question. Uh, <laughs> third question is one I was inspired by after seeing your awesome new tattoo. Firstly, thank you for calling it awesome. It made me think of Sailor Moon. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Cy- Cyrus said exactly the same thing the other night, and I I didn't I did not catch it, but as soon as Sean uh, mentioned that, I was like, oh yeah, it really does. Um, I'm out for both your blood. Um, so. It's not Sailor Moon inspired, I'll be honest. I've, anyway, it made me think of uh, Sailor Moon. And my question is this. If you could have a magical girl-boy transformation, let's stick to the ones in the show, okay? Uh, what outfit and powers <laughs> would you have and what would your magical girl-boy name be? I think that would take us forever to come up with. Basically, who's your favorite Sailor Moon character? Yeah, so Sean gave me... So, yeah, uh, oddly enough... Uh, given the question, uh, given the subject of anime, Sailor Moon was the only anime that I ever watched. Yeah. I watched Sailor Moon when I was younger, the American version, um, uh, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> not sure why, not sure why that's the only thing that I was willing to watch and did watch and was cool with and enjoyed. Uh, but yeah, that was it. So Because you had a soul back then. <laughs> you had a soul when you were a child. But even like all the other anime, I didn't I didn't watch it. I was I had no interest, but I mm, fine. I was in, I liked Sailor Moon. Um so yeah, so Sean gave me this question last night and so and so I made him watch like YouTube videos of like the transformations that happened in it. She did. So I could show him. I still don't understand what the fuck it's about. It's them when they're getting into like 
uh, you know, fighter mode, just like with, you know, Power Rangers. Well, let me start from, let me start from the very, very basics. Um, are they sailors? <laughs> no. They're not sailors. Like, ship, yeah, pirate ship sailors? No. They're not on a ship? No. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, Moon. Yeah. Is one of them Sailor Moon? Yes, the main character. She's the he, she's the head. She's the yeah, lead. She's the leader. All right, and what I gathered from just seeing a few transformations, mm-hmm. they're like the kids from Captain Planet. Kind of. They all have different elements to them. Kind of. And they turn from schoolgirls. Yeah. Into magic girls. Yeah. And then there's a guy called Tuxedo Mask, which is the dopest name ever. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy called Tuxedo Mask. Okay. Yeah, I gathered it was just like an anime version of Captain Planet. Do they combine and make one big Sailor Moon? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> did, uh, did you watch it, Cyrus? I've seen some, um, but I'm gonna go with Sailor Mars, yo. Thank you. That's what that season. That was yeah. That was my answer because she has the power of fire. However, because since Sky Verbal, since she mentioned their costumes, my only beef with her costume are her red like high heels her red pumps i don't i am not a fan of those the other girls have like (laughs) the other girls have like that's why i picked her right (laughs) (laughs) i mean those are some badass red heels but the other girls have like boots which i which is my preference does anyone remember the 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 show Uh, i'm i'm dating myself here you just reminded me of it it was like a sex show and what? it starred David Duchovny. Oh, Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> it's called The Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah, it's like a softcore porn show. Yeah, do you remember yeah, yeah, yeah. that? Did you mm-hmm. watch that, Cyrus? No. Have you never heard of it? No. Oh, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget Look. what I forget what network is on, but it would come on like late at yeah, night. Yeah. It was called The Red Shoe Diaries. And it was, what was he? He was like some sort of Dave Duquette. He was like the narrator of this was show. Was he like, in, uh, like he a was private like a write, investigator or a writer or something? Or something like that. I can't remember. But he like narrated and like each episode was a different story. But it was just basically a softcore porn. It was porn, softcore like, porn. Li- yeah. <laughs> show. Red Shoe Diaries. The, yeah, I, I think just it popped was, into my head. Yeah, I think it was called the Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah, that was on Channel Five in the UK. I forget what network. If it was like Showtime or Cinemax or something. Cinemax. It had you to think, be Cinemax. I don't know. But Cinemax. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> yeah. If you were doing Captain Planet characters, who'd you pick? If I was a Captain if Planet character, heart, if you sing Heart, <laughs> I'm deleting your phone number from my phone. Never. <laughs> if anyone picked Heart. By the way, can I just say like. Uh, I'm I'm lost a bit when it comes to Captain. I loved Captain Planet, and I'm very familiar with it. I, we got, Jesus, I'm going into questions before we're even answering them. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll get into this in a second. What did Hart do when he just used his ring power? Did he just make people fall in love with each other? Or make people nicer, more compassionate? Something like... Was Is that, that what it, it was? I don't remember his... Or could he give people heart attacks? He can attacks? talk to animals. <laughs> he can talk to animals. He could talk to what animals. What are you talking about? Is that what his power was for? No, yeah, can he have like a monkey talk to him or something? Hang on a second. Devin's furiously, <laughs> furiously <laughs> can't be. That can't be right. Is that what his power was for? He used heart to like, like what you said, but I also think he talked to animals. Uh, I like the idea that he could be, give people like heart failure. 
That would be <laughs> that'd be a cool power. Anyway, if I was going to be um, uh, a Captain Planet, a uh, member of the Planeteers, as they were called, right? Do you know what? I got a soft yeah, spot. Right. I got a soft spot for Earth. You know what? That's a good choice. Yeah. yeah. What's the most? Con- uh, uh, if you pick water, you have to be around water to use it. Yeah, exactly. Earth can be anywhere, and I think fire Earth could just fire jet- and wind. Oh, wind was the other one I completely forgot about. Good old wind. Yeah, I yeah. She, she was a Russian girl. Damn, you remember a lot about Captain Planet. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can keep going. And she would call the the fire dude. The fire guy liked her. And she'd be like, "It's not going to happen, dealer, or whatever his name is." Really, I don't remember. Was that uh, it was. Let's see. There was a Mati. There was. Linka was the Russian girl. Linka. Uh, Kwame was Earth. Uh, hang on a second. Um, yeah, this is Dada because you're yeah, just sorry. Googling Captain I know. Planet members. There's, there's no like concise. Like I just want a quick breakdown. Anyway, we'll jump into the next question okay. because, quite frankly, it it works mm-hmm. it works seamlessly. Okay. Uh, by the way, if anyone's wondering, I would be tuxedo mask. I don't know what he did. <laughs> I don't know if he wore a tuxedo or wore a mask, but I would be he him. He did wear a tuxedo and a mask. I'd be him because he sounds great. So the next question, which was a non anonymous question sent to me on Tumblr, which is, what were your favorite animated TV shows growing up? Oh, my God. Oh. The, I'm sorry. So for camp, I just realized Mati, uh, he had the power of heart. He was the official leader. No, he was a little boy, Get wasn't he? That's what that's what Wikipedia says. He was like twelve years old. That's what Wikipedia says. And his haircut was atrocious. Hey, you know who the official leader is? Uh Captain Planet. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right, baby. Captain Planet all the way to the top. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> that's right. Um can we stop Googling it now? And okay, fine. Answer the question. Yes, what's the question? I'm sorry. What was your favorite childhood cartoon series growing up? Oof. Uh, Put the I phone have... back so Cyrus can hear me. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I had a lot. Um, this but... is what happens when we do a bonus episode. We just fucking <laughs> go down the toilet. <laughs> my top. Okay, so I had a lot. So my top. My number one probably was the X Men. Um, X Men the animated series. Yeah, yeah. That's a good shout. That's I a good shout. Um, but then also I also loved um, and no one else. Very rarely, and I think we've had this conversation. Oh God! You know what I'm gonna say? I think so. Go gargoyles. Oh shit! I forgot about gar. Yeah, gargoyles was fucking awesome too. But that's actually not. Ooh, but gargoyles is up there too. Um, but um, biker mice from Mars, I love. Biker mice from Mars was flames. Yes, and no one else. Very rarely does anyone else know of biker mice from Cyrus, Mars. Cyrus, Cyrus, have you ever seen biker mice from Mars? I've heard of it. Um. loved it loved it uh so yeah oh man i forgot about gargoyles duh and i had you bought didn't you buy me or no, I, no they were on amazon that's right they were on prime and i was watching the shit out of yeah, gargoyles like, like last seasons. yeah like last year or something they were all uh free on prime um yeah gargoyles x-men and biker mice from mars so before we jump over to cyrus i have to ask you the most obvious question yeah who is your favorite x-man in the series not not of all time. Who was your favorite in the animated series? Well, I mean, I was a little girl, and so Storm. There was okay. a black lady in it, and she had a flying around and was like controlling the weather. And there's yeah, someone uh, brown in it. So. 
That's true. That <laughs> so, was the only brown character. So, so, which made me very happy. So, yeah, Storm, of course. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, so, uh, Cyrus, what are your favorite cartoons growing up? Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon. Uh, there's a show called Beast Wars where it's Transformers, but they transform into animals. Isn't that famously, famously bad animation, though? At the time, it was bad-like. Oh, okay, okay. And I'd watch it before school. And the crazy thing is, I'm not a big robot dude. I, you know, I take it and leave it. Yeah. That show was so good. <laughs> I've never seen yeah. it, but you're a little bit younger than than I am. Yeah, I never saw it. Yeah, no, 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 no one saw it. No one saw it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, because you, you got Pokemon as well, and I was uh, I was a bit older, so I didn't I didn't get Pokemon either. Me either. Um, I grew up with some absolute treats. I'm going to throw some out there that look, listeners. If you've heard of some of these shows, please let me know because sometimes I think I imagine them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the obvious one, my favorite two shows or favorite three shows were He Man and the Masters of the Universe, the real Ghostbusters, and Thundercats. That were my they were my three. Oh yeah, I used to watch Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters was dope. I had all the figures. Who's your favorite Thundercat? My favorite Thundercat, it actually kind of flip-flopped. Um, I was mainly a massive fan of Panthro because he had nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he had nunchucks with, like, panther claws on the end, which were dope. And then occasionally, I'd like... T- Is it Tigra or Tigra? Tigra, right? With, with the whip? I think Tigra. Oh, was I Tigra? No, Tigra. Definitely ended in... Uh, um, and then, of course, if I wanted to be crafty and, and go to my room and watch it by myself with the sound off, you know, some Chitara, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. That's right, baby. Um, yeah, and then some weird shows I used to watch. I don't know if anyone... This is the main one. Does anyone out there remember Brave Star? It was way ahead of its time because the lead character was a Native American. Which you just don't get these days. So, yeah. So, Sean and I, I don't know how it came up before, but Sean and I had this previous discussion, and he was talking about this cartoon, and I had no idea what he was talking about. So, I actually had to Google it, and apparently it did exist, but I had never heard of it. Bravestar was a sheriff, like a cowboy sheriff, in the future, and he could summon the powers. He had the powers, he had the strength of a bear, the speed of a... I forget. Eyes of a hawk. Wolf? Of what? A wolf? Wolf? No, he had Never. ears of a wolf. He had eyes of a hawk, ears of a wolf, strength of a bear, speed of a puma, or puma, as oh. you say here. Um, so he was a future sheriff. His enemy was called Tex Hex, and he was like a purple-faced bad cowboy. And then he had a horse... <laughs> But his horse could also stand on its hind legs and carry a gun, and I think he called—I oh. think he called the gun Sarah Jane. Oh dear! Yo, that show is dope. Yeah. <laughs> that show Yo, can was... I get a couple threes? Can you get a couple threes? Please? Coming up. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right, can't hear it, but I'm sure it was funny. I just, yeah, I staggered them. Um, yeah, Brave Star was so fucking good. And I'm going to say one more show that I think was, it fell under the radar, and I don't think it gets any appreciation it should. Gummy Bears. 
Oh, I loved so gummy bears. Happy. You just so screamed sorry. so loud. I'm so sorry. I loved gummy bears. Gummy bears was fire. Gummy bears was fire. I forgot garbage. about that. Did, Did you, you just say garbage? Garbanzo beans. I, Pure garbage. I, I loved gummy bears. Excuse me? Gummy berry juice? And gummy they, bears. That's right. Yes. And then they, yeah, drink the juice and they bounce around. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. <laughs> High adventure that's beyond compare. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about that show. Yo, yeah. that theme tune. <laughs> ooh, that theme tune was amazing. Oh, I love gummy you. bears. How dare you? How dare you like Pokemon and not like gummy bears? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, because Pokemon isn't very widely liked. Well, yeah, but secretly Still gummy though. bears. People love gummy bears. Ooh, there's Chippendale Rescue uh, Rangers. Chippendale. Oh. Cyrus, you got to like Chippendale. I liked it. I didn't love it. Mm. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I was, I was Rangers. Tailspin, man. Tail, Tailspin. <laughs> Tailspin was, the yeah. theme tune to Tailspin yeah. should be on my Spotify playlist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we oh, Tailspin. Oh, we oh. Tail. Uh, yeah. 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 Yo, All the trouble we get in. What? Let's flip it. I know. We're pro- Are we running low? No. Okay, cool. Let's flip it. And worst cartoon that you probably should have liked. Worst I mean, good cartoons that you didn't like. That's good a cartoon really that I good question. Like. I got two for you right off the bat. Go on. Go. G.I. Joe's, lick my butt. Yeah. Scooby-Doo, lick my butt. Do you know what? I wasn't a Scooby-Doo guy either. So, I didn't watch it's it very funny. often. However, like, yeah, the old school Scooby-Doo cartoons, like, if I watched it, I had no problem with it. I just didn't go out of my way to watch it. But you know yeah. what, like, cartoon, like, to this day, I cannot, I, I just, it's boring to me. Cool. Winnie the Pooh. No, oh, Winnie the Pooh's whack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Winnie the Pooh is whack. Yeah, that seems to be, like, a favorite. But I, you know, I just, I I wasn't into it. I Never. Got, I got two for you. Yeah. Okay, two two characters. One of them just left me out. Nope, here we go. One, I couldn't stand Droopy. You remember Droopy Dog? Oh, um... He had a weird voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one, I always hated Charlie Brown. I didn't want... I See, I don't like Charlie Brown either. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Charlie Brown, what was it, Peanuts? Was Peanuts Peanuts, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the Peanuts was a cartoon, right? Or the... Whatever. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. But and an, so anything like, Charlie Brown was in was whack. Right. So like Charlie Brown, like Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown Christmas, like things that have, I think classically like people, especially with it. kids, watch. I didn't like it. No. I never watched them. I'm not a fan. Yeah. The Thanksgiving one, I have no interest. Does anyone remember Galaxy High about a high school that was filled with aliens in space? Nope. No. Damn, you guys, you're missing out on some treats. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I forgot to. I forgot to golden one um tom and jerry oh yeah and ninja turtles yeah he loved ninja turtles yeah ninja turtles was great yeah yeah i could do i okay so here's the thing i loved tom and jerry like i would still like i was watching still watching tom and jerry in my 20s however the older i got the more i realized how racist it was only only the big the big woman no not just her like when they do like when tom um Wait, Tom's the cat, right? Yeah. Yeah, when he would do some of his like impressions. Like oh, if really? he would, yeah, like so I've become it's it's been tainted. I didn't get it uh when I was younger or I or you know, but obviously the older I got, I was just like, well this this isn't nice. So Yeah. yeah. Uh it made me sad cuz I I enjoyed Tom and Jerry a lot, but yeah, it definitely of course given the the time that it was made, yeah. There's some some 
racist undertones. In There's there. a new Tom and Jerry movie out this uh, next year, starring Chloe Grace Moretz. I don't know who that is. You know, drawn. Uh, who? Is it drawn? Hand drawn? No, it's live action, but they're obviously drawn. Um, they're Why like, would they do a live action you Tom know and Jerry? Chloe Grace Moretz. Is she's um? What's her she fucking in? name in Kickass? Hit Girl from Kickass. Oh, her. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Why would they do a live action Tom and Jerry? They're cartoons in it, but it's like uh, Roger Rabbit. Everyone's live action, but they're cartoons. Still no the trailer, idea. Whew, trailer looks. It looks like a mix of amazing Tom and Jerry comedy and the worst stuff you've ever seen. Yeah, not a good idea. Holy shit! It's out. The trailer's out. Yeah, the trailer's out. Yeah. Oh, watching that. Yeah, give it a watch. Um, I, I'm not sure you'll love it, but it's. It's definitely worth watching. But yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was great too. Or as they were called in the UK, because they couldn't say the word ninja, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. That's lame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why the word ninja was banned. That's I don't lame. Know. I don't know how long that happened for as well, but I remember growing up with Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Turtles in a half... Wait a minute. Heroes in Heroes a half... Heroes in a half shell. Turtle, turtle power. power. Yeah. Um, does anyone remember the uh, the theme song um, from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, film? T-U-R-T-L-E, Power. Yeah. Do you remember that one? It yeah. It was by Partners of Crime. I bought a special oh. box set of the soundtrack to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and it came with Ninja Turtle masks. Did it really? It came with a tape. I bought an actual tape, and it came with Ninja Turtles masks and a poster. Good God. Yeah. Cost me about probably about 11 quid. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was. Yeah. Well, I have a Raphael uh, bike horn. Bike horn. So, yep, like a <laughs> Damn, you live in lavish. I had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sleeping bag that I was very proud of. You know what I had? I, uh, for my for my duvet and my pillow cover, I had a Rambo. <laughs> I had a Rambo uh, duvet cover and pillow cover, and it was just a massive picture of Sylvester Sloan holding a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I need a I, sleeping bag as a kid? I didn't go camping. Maybe it was like for summer camp, of course. So I was probably the. I must have been like the only fucking girl there that didn't have some sort of like girly like Barbie or something yeah. related. <laughs> oh, my I was mom, the girl with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sleeping bag. My mom needs to send me. <laughs> and a picture. I was super excited. I remember. I vaguely recall being in the store and seeing it and like telling my mom like this is what I want. Yeah, it had to have been for camp. It had to have been for summer camp. Jeez. I needed a I needed a sleeping bag, and that's the one I wanted. That's what I chose. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hey, good choice. Yeah. If I can get my mum to send me a picture of my Rambo uh, kind of quilt and pillow set, I will post it on my Instagram. Is it still... She doesn't still have it. Are you talking about there's a picture no, no, existing of you... A picture exists with me <laughs> lying in bed with uh, Sylvester Stallone <laughs> draped over my, my body. Does <laughs> it uh, feel safe? Sorry? Did you feel safe? Did you feel safe? Oh, sorry, I, I, I missed that. Yes, uh, very, very safe because uh, <laughs> the spirit of Stallone had me protected. Um, yeah, I, I, I had that, and I had a Brave Star one as well. But of course, I've already discussed Brave Star. So we jump onto the last question. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got two more questions. Sorry, uh, one from Rama. Rama. Very, very simple one. What's your favorite Christmas song? What's your least favorite Christmas song? Or plural. What's your favorite Christmas songs? What's your least favorite Christmas favorite Christmas songs? I will answer. Uh, so If you say Mariah Carey, I'm booting you out the window. It's not. My okay. favorite is still... <laughs> I can jam to it uh, even if it's not Christmas. It's uh, Wham! Last Christmas. 
Nah, that's kind of fire. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Cyrus, are you familiar with Wham? Last Christmas. That's right. And the very next day, you gave, gave it, away. it away. Yeah. Yeah. We've sung so much on this episode. It's <laughs> disturbing. Uh, I will say my favorite is, is it Fairy Tale of New York? No. By the Pogues? Oh, is it the one where he like goes off? Is that he? Unfortunately, it's a Christmas song yeah. in which uh, someone says the F word, the gay slur, the F word. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's very, very good. It's and a very catchy song. When it first came out, you could probably say that without getting into trouble. But right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, what's his name? Shane? Oh my God, why have I forgotten his name? Anyway, it's the Pogues with mm-hmm. um, a lady singer as well. I can't remember her name. As yeah, well. I know what you're talking about. Cyrus, you have a favorite Christmas song? No. <laughs> no. uh, do you, you hate know, Christmas you know, music? You know the song Green Sleeves? Green Sleeves? Green Sleeves. Yeah, no. I know Green Sleeves. Oh, I don't. I'm not sure if that's a Christmas song. That's not no. no, that is not. That is not a Christmas song. Isn't Green Sleeves? That is not a Christmas song, my friend. All right. Round two. How about Ode to Joy? Is that a Christmas song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. to okay. da, 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 da. Then least favorite. Least favorite, I think, for me is maybe Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, Jingle Bell Rock's a good one. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite is... Um, um, what's the one that goes... Dun, 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 rum, pum, 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 pum. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, little, is that little Drummer, drummer boy. boy? Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. So whack. That song's <laughs> awful. That song's awful. And I did make fun of Mariah Carey uh, earlier, but that's because you just it overplayed so much. Yeah. It's, oh, it's God. overplayed. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't have beef with that song, but it's overplayed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other people that brought out good Christmas songs, but like more like modern Christmas songs. I'm sure like NSYNC had a Christmas oh. song. What what the hell Christmas? Oh, oh it's the best time of the year. Yeah, that's in uh it's in Home Alone when he's dancing around his house um trying to dissuade the burglars from breaking in. And oh no, that's rocking around. Yeah, the, the Christmas tree. Yeah, that's that one. Oh god, we're going going through them all. <laughs> um yeah, I don't like Christmas music. I'm not a Christmas music guy. I, I like songs oh, that yeah. sound good, and if they happen to be Christmassy, then so be it. I, I'm not, yeah. I'm Yeah, I'm not one to listen to Christmas music. Like, maybe one or two songs throughout the entirety of the Christmas season, but not constantly every day. Um, as a as a Brit, um, I have to say that I do actually like I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day by Slade, um, which I don't think has made its way over to... Uh, U.S. How's shorts. it go? I'm not going to sing Break it. out those vocal stylings. I know. I'm not going to sing it. I'll play it for you on Spotify later. All right. All right. So the last question. Last question is from a gentleman called, uh, I forgive me if I say this wrong. Uh, it's from Amok, which is A-M-O-K on, uh, on Instagram. And he says. Is he running Amok? It could be. I don't know. Okay. Maybe he's running Amok. Is that, mm-hmm. how, you, is that, <laughs> is that how you spell it? You have to hold it oh. down. Uh, no, you can't. Oh, that was terrible. That was Devin's attempt at the sound bo- soundboard. Uh, there okay. you go. You I didn't realize I had to hold it down. The whole I know. Time. That's why I'm the engineer. Okay, excuse yeah. me. I'm the worst. Um, last question. Question for the podcast. Best and worst Christmas present ever received? 
Best and worst Christmas present ever received. I don't know if I've ever had a worse, you know. I I'm have a worst in hindsight. Does that make sense? I have a present that I loved at the time, but looking back on it, it's the most hilariously bad present in the world. Oh, I might have like one. Go um, on. Just as lame, like, and, and I, I loved my grandparents. Rest in peace. Um, But <laughs> it was just this, like, I think... I'm, I want to say it was for Christmas. It was just like this ugly, like, girly t-shirt. And I was not a girly girl. We know you're not when girly. I was you're young. a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> when I was back. younger and it was just this, like, lame, like, t-shirt. But, you know, but I'm always grateful for, you know, anything that people get me. And most of the time, you know, yeah, it's either something that I've asked for or, or give me money. I was happy when they just, my grandma just started giving yeah. me money. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, but I think before that there was just was this one year where it was just this gross girly t-shirt. That was it. What's your best? You know your best or was that money? You My were saying money was best. Best. I don't know if I have a favorite, like something that blew me away and it was I've gotten excellent excellent gifts uh, over the years, but I don't know if I would ever category like or categorize one over the other or like one more than the other i've bought her many gifts and she can't even me, name a single you've bought me many i'm kidding great i'm gifts. kidding i'm kidding i can't remember a single gift i've bought you so me either to be yeah exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> me either to be perfectly yeah. honest so let's not worry about that uh cyrus you have a best and worst gift best video games best video games, video games. <laughs> okay uh, super mario sunshine gladius super smash bros all that Nintendo stuff. Worst gift, clothes. <laughs> yeah, you're not a big when clothes I was a guy. Kid, <laughs> okay, when you're a kid, right, you have two times a year you get stuff. Birthdays right? and Christmas. And yeah. now, if you want something, you just go get it. So presents aren't really a big deal. But yeah. back then, you would wait, you would beg your parents, Santa Claus, to get you something good. And then you'd open it up and it was stock, and it just didn't feel good. <laughs> No, it's it's so interesting how like when I was when I was seven, eight, nine, ten years old, someone would buy me socks and I'd be fucking livid. I'd be like, "What is this bullshit?" <laughs> now I'm 38. If someone buys me socks, I think it's the greatest gift of all time. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit, I got socks!" <laughs> so I got so my my work um uh as of since you know because of COVID, we're not doing like a holiday party. So uh we have our version of Elf on the Shelf, but it's uh. It's pup on the shelf. So uh, our hospital manager, she hides a stuff like puppy somewhere in the hospital. And if you find it, you get to pick a gift. And so I got these like, um, I found it one day and, you know, she has a bag of gifts and they're all wrapped. And, you know, so of course I have no idea what it is. So I just picked something and it turns out it's these fluffy, like pink, like, um, like spa, like type socks. And, of course, I resent the fact that they were pink. I was like, if they were in any other color, I would be rocking these things. But I'm just like, I'm not a pink person. So Sean was like, I'll fucking wear them. <laughs> and he put these socks on. Yo, those those <laughs> socks, they like they have like built in like lotion. There's like an yeah. There's like some sort of lotiony like aromatherapy type or it's like spa type business happening in there's like no, within the the socks or something. Yeah. No shame in my game. I had those pink socks on the day they came home. Yeah. <laughs> You put them on. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. They, oh, they were lovely. They made my feet still feel silky smooth. <laughs> I'll wear them again probably tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Sean 100% <laughs> appreciates socks. Oh, damn right. 
Um, my favorite gift um, of all time was definitely the 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 Christmas I got my first ever PC. Um, that was my Ooh. that was the first time I could actually get online and I could go on all these message boards and chat rooms and probably Google boobs, just the word <laughs> boobs, and just have a yeah. whale of a time. <laughs> save boobs as JPEGs was, or bitmaps. I probably saved them as back then. Um, but yeah, first time I went on the internet or, or like I had a PC that would get me on the internet, I, I didn't use it for anything else. Anything else. I just used it for the internet because I was like, I was probably like 13. And I just loved it. I I mean, growing up, I was on a lot of chat rooms and a lot of forums. I, I grew up on the internet, basically. The worst present was, and again, I think I asked for this. I'll have to ask my mum to be sure. But I think I asked for, and I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, a tape, a cassette tape. Of the themes from James Bond movies. You've mentioned this before. I think I've mentioned this before. Um, yeah. So it had not it obviously had the dun 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 on it, but it also had Goldfinger. it had a song called Underneath the Mango Tree. It had Live and Let Die by the Beatles. Um it had the Living Daylights by Aha on it. Some treats, some <laughs> treats. I don't know why I asked my mum for it. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm, you liked you liked your James Bond back then. I, I think guess. I, I think I was a Bond fan growing up, even though I'm not now. Uh, or like, I don't. I love Daniel Craig Bond films, but just the old ones I don't love anymore. But I think I must have been. I did such a weird I, thing to ask for. <laughs> I 100 would agree. That and I think I was like real eight, fucking eight years old. But <laughs> I've got to have to, again. I have to clarify this with my mum. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that this is dead on. That you know when you you're young and you start slowly drawing pictures of people in crayon, mm-hmm. right? So you draw a circle for the head, circle for the body, and then mm-hmm. the little stick arms and mm-hmm. legs. I think I drew my first ever stick person, and my mum said, and bear in mind I must have been four years old, and my mum said, "Who's that?" And I said, "It's Phil Collins." <laughs> 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 yeah so i don't know what was wrong with me as a child <laughs> obviously i had some issues but yeah i think the first person i ever drew was phil collins <laughs> interesting yeah. interesting yeah. choice yeah anyway <laughs> so i think i was like a weird little just a weird little child yeah <laughs> Like, yeah, because I remember growing up when I was about eight, uh, nine years old, my favorite band was the Beach Boys. <laughs> Can I tell you? So I had, so um, when I was in high school, that's when I discovered uh, wrestling. I would watch back then. They were WWF, World Wrestling Federation, oh, you had during the Attitude Era. And I had those CDs with themes. like the theme music. <laughs> and I Cyrus. loved them. Yeah. Loved what, them. What was that, Cyrus? Nothing. Oh, I thought he said something. Sorry. Yeah, no, I didn't hear anything either. Oh, sorry. But, uh, but yeah, but, and I love them because a lot of the time, like, especially watching it, you know, that theme music, it gets you pumped, especially if it's for, like, one of your favorite wrestlers. What was so I favorite? had multiple. I had, I think I had theme? three different, I think I had three different uh, CDs um, from, for their different volumes. Um, I liked Triple H's back then. I liked the Hardys. Um, obviously, Stone Cold. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so I still to this Undertaker. day. Well, Undertaker's classic. Yeah. To this day, I I think CM Punk, his theme song still sticks in my head. The Cult of Cult personality. of Personality. Yeah, yeah, still sticks in my head. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. 
Anyway, yeah. But, you know, how did how did Stings go? Who's Sting? Stings. I don't know how his I original remember his song original. went. He's, he was WCW, which I didn't watch. Yeah, and he's on AEW now. He's just he's like sixty four years old. He's <laughs> he's not wrestling anymore, but he still comes out. His in hair the bothers me. Yeah, his hair. I don't issues. care for it. Yeah. If anyone wants to hear us talk more about wrestling, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> you I have, listen I to have our a, other podcast yeah, exactly. about wrestling. Yeah, I have a lot to say. Um, now, anyway, we'll wrap this up now because we did go over long considering how long this episode was meant to be. <laughs> uh, it was meant to be like a short, uh, in my mind, I said 40 minutes in my head and we've gone an hour 25. So, uh, but thank you very much for the questions. You know, the questions mean a lot to us. Because yes, they do very much. While so. we enjoy talking about the films and we very much do enjoy talking about the films, it just it allows us to talk shit a little bit and reveal. No. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Just really quick about the question. If anyone wants to ask us, would you rather? I think that would be interesting. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, I think Rama has maybe thrown a few our way in the past. I can't remember. But yeah, if anyone wants to give us would you rather questions, um, we we do enjoy those. Um, it seems our favorite tends to be something that involves animals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Would you rather have duck feet or lobster claws? <laughs> we tend to go off on tangents for some reason when it involves animals. Yeah, any any would you rather's you want to send our way, please please do. I'll definitely read them out and we'll we'll debate them probably <laughs> on the podcast. Um, yeah. I would rather have duck feet. Duck feet than lobster claws? Yes. Yeah, me too. What the fuck could you do with lobster claws? Open cans. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's true. There you go. What was the first one? Uh, duck feet or lobster claws? Oh, yeah, you gotta take duck feet. You can, you can hide those pretty well. Yeah, you couldn't wear shoes, though. You couldn't wear shoes. No, you couldn't wear shoes, around. but you could still walk around and do stuff. You can't do anything with lobster claws. That's that's true. Yeah, that'd be difficult. You just wear clown shoes. <laughs> I guess, I guess, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, if anyone wants to send us those, feel free. We'll we'll talk about them. But thank you very much for all your questions. We really, really do appreciate it. Yes. Um, we uh, and those people like Rama and Sky Verbal and anyone else I've, I may have forgotten you that asked like every week or every few episodes. Thank you very much for coming back and and sending us questions. We very much appreciate it. And then one day in the future, not this year and maybe not early next year, but one at some point. I do hope we can get a guest on um, to maybe talk about movies with us. Um, really? Yeah, I'd love to get a guest on. Because um, once once uh, Cyrus is back in the studio, meaning <laughs> our apartment, um, and he's able to use a microphone, we can still have one other person call in. So Ooh. we could have someone on you know, FaceTime or something call in. So it's an exciting idea. So I'm, I'm, I'm mulling it over at the moment. It might not happen anytime soon, but it is a kind of a a goal of mine to have someone on the podcast. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is uh, your second episode in two weeks, and then next week we're actually going to have another episode. We're doing three episodes in a row, uh, this, of course, being the bonus episode. And then next week we are doing Five Element Ninjas, which is a Shaw Brothers film. Um, it stars the Venoms, and uh, that is available. Oh, I'm not entirely sure. I think it's available for free on Amazon Prime. Um, 
I'm, it's either Amazon Prime or Netflix. It's one or the other. Um, it may be both, but it's definitely on one of those for free. So if anyone wants to watch that and then chat along with us or just listen to us talk bullshit about it and nod your head in agreement, that would be great. Um, and then after that, we'll be doing with the one-week break thing. So we'll be doing it once every other week from then on. I'm not sure what film we're doing after Five Element uh, Ninjas. Maybe uh, Battle Royale. Um, Die Hard. Die Hard? <laughs> <laughs> we should have done Die Hard as the Christmas movie because Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um uh, I think at some point as well, I, I still feel bad for making Devin and Cyrus watch all these movies. So every now and again, I might just have them pick a film that There's they want to do. There's nothing to feel bad about. Okay. I'm just I'm just checking because sometimes your face looks like uh, you're absolutely livid. And you, you, <laughs> you don't want to live anymore. <laughs> anyway. Yo, what are your thoughts on doing it once a week? Like once a week, come through next week, something random. Come through random. I... I know what you mean, and that's an idea. Um, I did put a poll on Instagram, and it seems like more people want, want kung fu. traditional kung fu. Yeah, and that's or, understandable. Or, or just kung fu in general. Like, um, they don't. And again, this is no slight towards our listeners at all. I want to, I want to give you guys what you want. Um, but I put it out there. Most people want us to do kung fu. Um. With they don't mind the odd Asian film, in by Asian film I mean like, uh, War of the Arrows or Battle Royale or like a, an Asian horror film. They don't mind those slip slipping in once every while or once in a while, but mostly they want to stick to martial arts. But that's understandable because that's what that's we, what the we, podcast is about. Yes, exactly. But we can do the odd one or two here and there, I think. But we're not going to do like fucking crazy stupid love or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you very great much, movie, everyone. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for listening, everyone. We will be back next week with Five Element Ninjas, and then we'll be back in two weeks after that with some other film that I'll let you know on Instagram. <laughs> if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, it's foo underscore four underscore thought. Send all DMs that way if you have any questions uh, that we'll ask on the episodes, or if you just have any questions you want to send me anyway. Feel free. I'm always open to chat. Uh, via Instagram. I chat to a whole bunch of people there. Unfortunately, Devon and Cyrus are not obtainable online. Um, plus, they are very boring people anyway, and you wouldn't, yeah. wa- you wouldn't want to talk to them. <laughs> I'm, yeah. easily, I'm easily the best out of the bunch. <laughs> um, and on that note... Yep. Oh, what was that, Cyrus? He agreed. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yep, <laughs> yep that's right. Um, yeah, well, thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Why did I end it? Bye bye. Bye bye, everyone. Uh, bye I, bye. I ended it like I was ending a phone call. <laughs> bye bye. Love you. See you later. <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, I'm, I'm wrapping it up now. See you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>